Hallelujah. We thank God you've tuned into this message by David Entry at Caris Church. No hand can help you with the fulfillment of your destiny, but the word of God. May God's hand align you further into your destiny through this word. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 26, verse 41, the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He said, watch and pray lest you fall into temptation. And the spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. That means the effectiveness of your prayer is in direct, direct proportion to the state of your spirit. When your spirit man is strong and alert, it gives you an upper hand in the place of prayer. I found out very interesting thinking that James was arrested and executed by executed by Herod in Acts chapter 12. And Bible says that when he saw that it pleased the Jews, he went on for Peter, yeah. Now, but in Peter's case, he couldn't kill him, even though he meant to kill him. He couldn't kill him. So why did he kill James? Because the determining factor determines who will be killed was a play. In James' state, we could see clearly that prayer did not go up. In Peter's state, we saw clearly that prayer ascended. And the, the prayer of the saints was what changed the dynamics. So, I know sometimes, but it's the will of God because when a saint dies, God will use that. I said this morning that God is so powerful and so amazing. He can use any negative situation for it to look like he planned it. It doesn't matter. See, Judas wanted actually to get rid of Jesus. The Pharisees, the, the Bible said they plotted to kill him. It was their determined counsel to kill him. So it wasn't like God, God didn't inspire the heart of Judas to betray Jesus. God never inspired the heart of the Pharisees to kill Jesus. He didn't, God didn't add any influence to it. However, when they carried out the wickedness or the wicked machinations of their heart, it ended up fulfilling the purpose of God as though God was the mastermind behind their thinking. God didn't influence their thinking. However, God can use any situation for his glory. So when James was killed, it may look like it was God who made the kill. No. When you pray, there are things you, you can do that will make the word of God be expedited and fulfilled in a situation which will not be if it's not done in another instant. Is someone getting what I'm saying? So when you look at this text very carefully, it was the praying that determined what God would do. It was the praying that brought the angel from heaven into the prison. It was the praying that saved Peter. It, it wasn't just the power of God. Because why didn't the power of God save James? Because they didn't pray. A little prayer can prevent a big problem. We heard the gentleman's testimony the other time. 
He said his mother was in intensive care. The doctors have given up on her. They knew that this is not likely. And they started saying, when she dies, when she goes, and he said a friend invited him. The friend said, listen, you want me to pray for you? It doesn't work. Your prayer won't go to God unless you are in Christ. He said, okay, I want to be in Christ. And he led him into Christ, said, pray. And then I said, don't just pray. Come to church and let's pray. And he said that I will follow my boy to church. So he followed his boy to church. And he said, these are his words. When we started praying, he didn't know he could pray like that. It's a beautiful statement. He said, I didn't know I could pray like that. Man, I prayed. He said, I prayed. And you see that prayer change the outcome oh clap for Jesus the prayer changed the outcome of the situation the doctors took off the life support machine she was talking now she was talking to him he went to him she was having a chat with him said it's you prayer one day I heard the archbishop make a statement he said there are a lot of deaths by of Christians that could have been avoided a lot of critical evil, critical situations, cri mishaps, troubles, problems, including dying, that could have been prevented. That means that things can happen in a believer's life which could be prevent prevented if the believer can do something about it. And that doing something is, is, is not any other thing but praying. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. I will hear from heaven and heal their land. Acts 26, 24. Having therefore obtained help from God, I continue. 26, 22. The one who was supposed to be killed in verse 21, the Jews went about killing him. The Jews determined to kill him, but he obtained help from God. Now, Jehoshaphat in 2nd Chronicles chapter 20, they gathered together to seek help from God. I don't know what is plaguing you. I don't know what situation you need God in. But there is a testimony waiting for this prayer. There's just a testimony at the door because we have come to a threshold of the manifestations of God. There is a testimony waiting next door to rush into your life. And all is waiting for is if you can lift your voice and pray and seek help from God. I don't know what's going on in your life, your health, your career, your family, your marriage, your finances, your community, your ministry. But if we can pray, God can move. If we can pray, God can do something. If we can pray. Do you know what? Bible says that in Luke chapter 11, the disciples came to Jesus one day. If you meet, if you want, meet Jesus and you want Jesus to do something for you or teach you how to do something, I know you, Jesus. Me, I'll ask him to teach me how to walk on water. Yeah. Walk on water and move very fast. So when I'm traveling, I will use a plane. Some of you, I know what you say. Jesus, teach me how to catch fish with money in his mouth. <laughs> oh, some of us will be praying, Jesus, teach me how to do miracles. Because they were working with Jesus, they saw him doing all these things. Jesus, teach me how to calm the storm. 
I, one of the things I would definitely ask Jesus to do, teach me how to raise the dead. If it was you, what would you ask Jesus to do? They came to Jesus. One day, want him to, wanted, him to te- wanted him to teach them something. They said, teach us to pray. They came to Jesus. The thing they asked, and it came, it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he had ceased, one of his disciples came unto him and said, Lord, teach us, not teach me, teach us to pray. Because they were around the guy and they realized that the secret of his ministry was hinged on prayer. They knew if we can pray right, we can get everything right. Prayer. Brothers and sisters, your destiny is kneeling down here right now, begging you, please pray. Your mother's condition is begging you, please pray. Your marital situation is asking, please pray. Some of us, children who are yet to be born from your womb or from your loins, they are praying, daddy, pray. Mommy, pray. Daddy, pray. Mommy, pray. Your destiny is begging for you to take prayer serious. And what an atmosphere to be able to secure the future in prayer. To be able to secure the testimonies ahead in prayer. We are about to rise to pray. We have been jumping. And I, I know people were very happy jumping. But now, those jumpings are good. They do a lot. But prayer. They never ask Jesus to show them how to jump. Teach us how to jump. Teach us how to praise. If you can learn how to pray, every other thing will fall in order. When we start to pray, what's our prayer? We are praying, God, we are seeking help from God. Having obtained help to this day, I stand or I continue. We are going to pray and seek help. I don't know what you need help for. I don't know which area in your life requires help. But we are going to pray and say, God, I need your help. To the extent that Jesus said, if I don't go, the comforter. Some translations say, the helper. I'm going for someone to come and help you here. Because to be alive. One day, somebody went and was preaching. I'm, I'm sure some of you have heard already. Was preaching, said, you have to give your life. Why should I give my life to Jesus? And because hell is real. If you, don't, if you are not in Christ, you go to hell. He said, listen, my, I'm already in hell now. Which hell again? I said, you don't know what you are talking about. This is not hell, though. This is earth. So if earth is looking hellish like this, then real hell. (laughs) Anyone who thinks they are going through hell on earth, advise them to look for Jesus because this is nothing near hell. This is nothing near it. This is earth. Earth. They can even bring the wildest problems here Lord, a, a territory with fire, a territory with uh, uh, dangerous gases, a territory with chemical gases and all things, they can load it. It's nowhere near a fraction of hell. But if we can pray, prayer moves heaven right onto the earth because this earth, Satan has determined to hurt people here because after here, he can't hurt you. If you are in Christ, that's it. If you are not in Christ, that one, you and him are going to hell. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. We pray you have been strengthened and enlightened. You can connect with David Entry on all relevant social media platforms, including Instagram and LinkedIn. 
You can also hear more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms and the Caris Church app. Don't forget to like and share the message. Be blessed.